Goody, Paul, welcome back. Good to be here. Yeah, it's been it's been a while. Yeah, a few um, technical difficulties. The microphone broke. It's been a, been a long time. And it goes to show that people actually enjoy listening to this because I've had that many people come up to me and go, "When's the podcast out? When's the podcast out? Who you got this week?" So, um, to all those fans out there, um, it's finally here, and uh, we're hoping that tonight's going to be a good episode. Yeah, well, I was you know missed last week's training in the podcast, and a few people came up to me and goes, "Geez, you go away and the whole show for <laughs> so." Uh, Simon Richards said that it's, uh, it wasn't working too well. He's driving himself to work, alone with his thoughts, 45 minutes on the way to work, and he's going, Ooh, usually I've got something on to entertain myself. So it's more than just you, goodies. Not everyone just thinks there's a bit going on, but microphone's back, we're back. We've got two of the female superstars, Intia Pastore and Michaela Sykes. Welcome, ladies. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, it's been, been a long time coming. Sykesy pulling out of us about seven different times, and... <laughs> It's been really hard to get these five people in the same room with Goody missing last week, of course. So, depending on how you look at it, you could blame the girls even no, it's their first time here. It's going to be worth the wait. Absolutely. Worth the wait. Yeah, we've got some, we've got some funny stories. They, they had a bit of fun on the weekend, but I've also had a few things saved up from over the years. So, this could be a lot of fun. Looking forward to it. We're, uh, we're about due for a funny show. So, we're hoping that this one's fun. Yeah, actually well, be. Corey and Jimmy Colliver were a little bit underwhelming. And yeah. So we're starting to get there. We're, getting, we're filtering through some of the poorer stuff with in our club and we've yep. probably finally hit some A graders. We're, um, yeah, we're ready to launch. All right. Now, welcome ladies. So, good win on the weekend? Yes. Yeah, it was. Very good for both teams. Yeah. So, you guys, unlike the senior men, you guys are tracking very well. Basically, finals assured, I believe, now after the weekend. Yeah, so we're sitting second for the seniors and fourth for the resis and yeah, both going to definitely currently it. sitting on top. Aquinas, they're the ones to beat. Fantastic. We have, have we have we played them yet? We did, and we beat them by like three points. Three points. So you're only second on percentage, or what's yeah. Or, so second you got lost to Maznod is now really hurting. Yeah. Yeah. Very okay. much so. Yeah. yeah. Very yeah. much so. In more ways than one, because that still keeps me up at night knowing that uh, St. Bees lose to Maznod. So um, any time to plug yourself, Josh, you just take a <laughs> <laughs> What else am I good for, mate? It's, it's yeah, my not show. Much. Yeah. Not much. So. Your show. Yeah. Oh, okay. So, <laughs> we might just see ourselves. <laughs> so no, nah, it's uh, good. So Tia, you're an under nineteen, I believe. I am. Yes. Sandy Dragons, superstar, six years of your life, as according to Instagram. Give us a little bit of a rundown about that one for us, please. Um, Dragons, or just my whole. Bit of both. You can start it however you want. Um, this is my tenth year at St Beads. I'm one of the OG say girls from the first St. Bede's girls team in um I think it was about yeah 10 years ago so um it was an under uh, under 12s team I think and Chelsea Bowen and Rose were in there so um there's only three of us left from the original team so I've been here ever since I've loved so what, what was your connection to the club uh, just local what's the scenario there so there was an ad in the paper that said um, chick kick <laughs> literally it was, it was in the newspaper it said chick kick come down to um, I think it was just the Zebby's Oval or the Hampton Rovers Oval and I just said to dad like let's go down there so we did and then um, I was supposed to play at Zebby's originally because I live in Sandy, so um, that was the easier option. But I knew the Wilson twins, Georgia and Maddie Wilson. Um, I used to dance with them, so I was like, oh, I'll go with St. Beads for just today, um, play with them, and then I'll sign up for Zebby's. But I ended up loving the team and 
the players and all the all the team and managers and everything. So yep. ten years later, and here I am. Because one of the one of our questions was going to be, we believe you are an ex Haileybury student. I am. So yes. that's where we were, we were wondering how the allegiances came this way. So that makes a lot more sense in your football journey, I suppose. Yes, old Haileybury's been trying to get me for a while, but ah, um, just fend them off. I've, I've we'll, we'll send Brittany down yeah. there and he'll throw some fish <laughs> for you so they're, they're not coming back. Yeah. I'm good for one thing. <laughs> <laughs> um, and Michaela, how did you find your way to St. Beats today? Um, so I started when they originally had the senior team. So um, back, I think it was like it was five like, years ago yeah, now. Yeah. 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 I don't remember. Yeah. Um, I actually just turned up, so I didn't know anyone and um, I just rocked up and just fell in love with it so here I am I didn't really I don't really have a cool story like that to be honest so I just rocked up and started playing I played juniors um but that was a while ago and then who'd you play juniors with um Karen Downs okay so yeah. all pretty like reasonably local so it's not like yeah. you venture too far out of your comfort zone it's more yeah and time was probably your closest footy club and is that how yeah. it sort of came about yeah definitely and obviously I work for the VAFAR so well, there you go, yes. Um, I work for them, so it just made sense for me to... I come home this way, so it just made sense for me to play for Mento. Awesome. And were there any other sports that you guys were interested in, in as juniors, or was sort of footy always sort of something you were liking? Um, it's kind of just been footy all the way for me. I used to do calisthenics, mm. but it clashed too much with footy. So um, I stopped calisthenics and stuck with footy. My dad, he... Um, he used to play in the VFL and he was... Who did he play for? He played for Williamstown. Um, he was there for... There's some stats on him that I should probably know, but I do <laughs> not at all. Tony could he have stats man's about to search it up for us? <laughs> do we have a what name? Is he, is he there? Tony Ashtua. Ashtua. Get on the stats. Is that, Let's go to yeah. I'm pretty sure he has a Wikipedia page. So. Does he really? Jeez, that's uh, <laughs> Yeah, he's pretty, he's pretty up there. You're, you're doing well to have a tan and living in your dad's shadow like that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you know. Um, but, yeah, so I kind of felt bad. He has three girls, so I thought I'd stick with footy and... Now my older yeah, sister's playing The true man has got his stats yeah. ready. Off you go. Yeah, 189 games in Williamstown from 1985 to 1997 with 150 goals to his name. Wow. With one name, one game at Richmond in 1987 as well. Yeah, that's impressive. Um, and that was in a loss to Melbourne at the MCG, which you all know, obviously, coming yep. in here. <laughs> um, and any, then, any premierships? Uh, yes, he won the Norm Gross medal for his performance at fullback in the VAFA and the VFA Grand Final and was also a member of Williamstown's famous 1990 Come From Home Premiership. He was also the captain of the club in his final there two seasons. Go. So a fullback, so is that passed on to you? Are you where did he play, Taylor? No, so that game that he played, he doesn't play back. So okay. that one game he won the Norm for, it's very, kind of don't know why he, yeah. he got it. But he did well in that, but we're, we're pretty much a forward I think he played mid and centre half forward. That was his role, and I started. Um, I started playing back when I was younger. I think not many people like back, so they just chucked all the newbies down there. And then. Paul, Paul, that's Paul's our resident fullback at the moment, so makes sense. Uh, that's sort of how you get sorry, it down. Sorry, <laughs> um, uh, yeah, and Michaela, any other sports you played in juniors? 
I played a lot. Um, so I played tennis, basketball, netball, calisthenics, football. I played a lot. <laughs> so, uh, um, any yeah. of them still still doing them in, any today, or is it just football now? Um, I play midweek netball. Awesome. <laughs> yes, so I do that sometimes, and um, that's all I play at the moment. And footy. And does your dad have a Wikipedia page? No, <laughs> <laughs> no, we're not up like that. <laughs> So, in your first year cycling, we've uh, we've sort of spoken about this. The girls didn't. Coops and Wardy spoke about your first coach. Who would be the biggest impact on your football, and who has probably shaped your footballing career the most to this point? Hmm. Good question. Um. I reckon Al, our coach at the moment. Um. I know probably everyone is going to say that, but I think that obviously you've probably heard our previous coach was a bit. You know here or there and um, Al came in <clears throat> when in a time we needed good culture and I think the culture and everything at St. Beats now is just awesome um, you know I can't fault it really and mm. I don't know about you but it's just like a whole different experience now that we've got a good coach we've got you know nice facilities and you know yeah the facilities are amazing <laughs> yeah. it's, it's, it sounds so like you, you guys will probably know it more than us like it's probably something for us that's probably taken for granted mm-hmm. in terms of the, the four change rooms is absolutely phenomenal to be able to close it for junior sport, mm-hmm. for girls. Like Probably, like we said, for boys, it doesn't really matter too much, but for girls, it's part of the safety and all that sort of stuff. So whatever the committee's done behind the scenes to get this up and about, it's probably really revolutionised the club. I know, especially from our side of things, um, when we come to functions or co- even just coming like on a Saturday night, seeing you guys there, like it's pretty cool to have you guys come back and have a beer with us. Um, and we'll talk a bit more about Saturday night in a bit, but uh, yeah, it's pretty cool, and that probably shows a little bit of what Al's done to be able to get your, your girls loving the club so much. Because I reckon in that first year, it was good to play footy, mm-hmm. but that's about all it was for you guys. It was there was no real love for St. B's. Is that a fair? Yeah, definitely. And like I think you know, having a good culture and a good club like really helps. I know so many clubs that just don't have that culture with their men and women, and I just think that if you have a strong culture and you know a strong group. I think it really makes a difference in people wanting to be around the club and people wanting to actually come back after a game or you know stay a few hours to have a drink and things like that or come back on a Thursday night. So I think it really makes a difference when you have you know good facilities where you don't actually go to the toilet and there's just like a urinal. Like it's it's yeah, actually bathroom. <laughs> we didn't. We barely got a toilet that had toilet paper. Like it was mm. from what it was then to now, like phenomenal. Just, I love it. Yeah. So it's fair to say, five years ago, you probably wouldn't have come on the podcast, but everything's changed. I heard the podcast is the reason the club is what it is. The reason we got six wins on the weekend. Yeah. <laughs> um, Tia, and so you obviously come from the juniors, and um, when you did get into the seniors, who were the the leaders and the people that you admired when you joined the team? Um, well, the thing is, L actually. In, in, a coach did he, more than he carried you through? Was that the group that he had from maybe under seventeens or under sixteens? Uh, uh, no, I was one age group Below. under, yep. but I um, played with. So if I, I was like seventeen, I was playing in under eighteen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So would games, you double? So. Would you double up? So you play if under seventeens didn't have a game, you play under eighteens, vice versa. Yeah, but I just played both games. Cool. We just yeah, yeah we right. just doubled up. Um, me and Chloe Sultry and Chelsea Bowen would do that a bit. Um, but yeah, he was my coach in twenty thirteen. I'm pretty sure. Um, so I I knew what he was like. Absolutely loved him. Um, 
don't know why he stopped actually, but um, I've had a fair few coaches over the last 10 years, but Al, love him, like we were saying. But um, leaders wise, I know Beck D and Maddie Tilly were my coaches in under 18. So I'd come down to a couple seniors trainings and I loved them. Um, it's just a completely different atmosphere. The actual trainings itself were better. Um, but just more intense, just felt like proper footy, more than just like having a kick and just playing a random game on a um, on a Sunday. But yeah, there were the I was happy to see them, just know some of them. But um, I didn't. Besides them, there wasn't a lot that I knew. Yeah, so I was pretty fresh. And in terms of any success at clubs, in terms of awards, both team and individual, anything to pump your own tyres about? <laughs> Apart from being a Dragons, obviously. Um, I got, I think it was 2019, I got the Laura Summers Award, and um, I think... Let's delve a little bit into that Laura Summers Award. What, yeah. For a lot of listeners out there, they probably don't know the importance of that award, so what, delve a bit into what uh, occurred there in terms of what the award is named after and what, what's it for. Yeah, sure. So Laura was a team member of ours. Um, she was a big part of the club. Um, so she was one of the original senior girls. Um, she took her own life a few years ago and um, it was she was massive in our team so uh, we had an award named after her because she was so courageous and she really football was her outlet football was her life um, so you know she was one of our better players um, she was always so courageous and um, full of life so yeah we had an award named after her and um, that was given to someone that showed all those qualities that she she had. It's pretty cool, like we saw with Jane's match, um, there's a few other things, like the, in the senior men's, the captain usually wears number 11 for Michael Hecker. There's a few things that this club does really well that keeps that legacy going, and I think with Jane's match, with the Laura Summers Award, it really shows how important the community is to everyone to keep remembering and to keep helping, because in that scenario, like I remember going to Laura's funeral and just going, wow, this is just the worst thing in the world, like all that sort of stuff. And you just go, there's more to life than footy. And for some people like Laura, uh, footy was her outlet. And it was pretty yeah. cool to see. And obviously it came to a very sad ending. But at the same time, you saw like so many people come together for her and a life really well remembered. Mm-hmm. And I uh, couldn't imagine what you guys went through at that time. But the way it was portrayed as a footy club, I thought you girls did a fantastic job and service to your credit to yourselves. And then obviously what you've done since to keep a legacy going is even better. Mm. Yeah, definitely. And it must be so proud for you to like have that award. Yeah, so I was the first person to receive it as well, which is massive honour. Um, I only got to play a few games with Laura, but um, yeah, loved her, loved her style of footy, just a great person to be around, but a um, bit of a shame we didn't get last year to keep it going. But so you could say you're the reigning champ still? Right? I, th- I think so. Yeah. I think we're just going to have to do a 2020 <laughs> again. It's just, we can't so leave that be a blank. good leg to put the multi coming up? <laughs> <laughs> um, no, but yeah, very proud. Yeah, very proud. And so, are there any awards that you've got in the trophy cabinet? Yes, I do. I actually oh, got look a at few. Look at this guy. Look face. Who made him for this? Yeah, uh, just best finals player. No biggie. Uh, <laughs> Overall result, premiership? No, so we got to semis, should have won, lost, um, and yeah, we're going to get a premiership this year. Awesome. That's the plan. I did hear rumours that you asked to be chaired off 
for the week. <laughs> Claiming to be the best player in the finals and thought, yeah, he's getting a win. And he's good, but knowing you've played well and the team goes down, you, I did hear whispers you were pretty happy with that. <laughs> Any truth behind that or have you just been stitched up there? I don't know. Uh, a little bit of a stitch up there, I think. But I did agree <laughs> to a tattoo on Saturday night if we get the premiership. Well, so. I mean, you know, <laughs> yeah, that's that. Yeah. Well, we brought this up. This is all time. Now, we've already spoken a little bit about your old man. Mm-hmm. But I believe he might have been best on ground Saturday night at a St. Bede's Girls footy club function at your house. Um, I wouldn't call it a St. Bede's function. I'd say it was just a bunch of girls getting together at a, at a house. But yeah, it was a good night. You go on, I go on. <laughs> <laughs> from, what, from what Michaela came in this, this evening and uh, sort of talking about, I don't know if she's got much recollection apart from oh. this. <laughs> the so fact what? I'm still like hungover and tired says it all yeah. really. Like. So you went for a little bit of a swim in the pool? <laughs> yeah, well, what else do you do at a party instead of just jumping in and usually <laughs> do you don't, a cold pool? Usually you don't go in fully clothed, though, do you? Usually you don't, no, yeah. but like I do. So. <laughs> was, there, was there a mobile phone? In the, no, in the thank God. There was no mobile phone in the pocket, but I wasn't the only one, so let's. No, there, there was quite a few actually. We did have the spa going. We thought it was getting. Um, a bit cold? Yeah, well, I joked around. I was like, oh, let's put the spa on, ha ha ha. And the girl's like, no, like, that's so stupid. And I was like, oh, okay. And then my. You gotta sell And then my um, dad comes home. He's, I told him and my mum to leave. So, like, they went out for dinner and then um, he comes home, he's had a few drinks and turns the spa on. And I'm like, oh, here we go. Like, when the spa turns on after a big night, it's never never going to end well. So, um, I think Meg, she didn't want to... I'm going to throw her under the bus. She didn't want to wait for the spa to heat up, so she just jumped straight into the pool, fully, fully clothed, and then climbed into the spa and... Um, so did everyone else. So that was a good end to the night. They always say celebrate it like every winner though it's your last. So you yeah. guys really did, you know, do we, that to a T. We well, did. Maybe, we not, did. We're, maybe not St. George or the War of Style. That's probably not. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, no, there was no COVID breaches or anything. No, that's, so okay. that's what I'm saying. It's okay. Just more saying that maybe the standard we live to is just what the girls did. Maybe not a St. George or the Royal sort no, of standard. No, no, no. Um, but did you have any stray people that just might have slept on a couch or left some items behind at your house? So no strays, but we did have one girl leave almost every single one of her possessions at the house. We've got Mika over here. <laughs> did She took her phone with her and my top and left all her other clothes at my house and her bag <laughs> with her keys in them. <laughs> So not sure how, <laughs> what was going through your head then, but that's what happened. So how did you manage to get in your house safely or what was Oh like? no, I ended up going home with a lot of like, friends, but like, <laughs> <laughs> I'm just like clarifying that. Um, <laughs> um, yeah, so we, I stayed there <laughs> and I just forgot my stuff, <laughs> no biggie. No biggie. So no the, uh, the troops drive you back in the morning today. Yeah, <laughs> I get a text. Get a text around ten thirty eleven. Hey, you home? Can I pick my stuff up? After I've sent so many videos, just being like the big table, just of everyone's clothes that they had left. So I'm just gonna blame the tequila. I think that's the yeah. margarita's got us. Yeah, when you're down, you've always got to have some sort of get out. I think, uh, <laughs> yeah. I think everyone's always had something. I think Goody, what's your go-to when you're in a bit of trouble and you've a bit too much to drink. What was your go-to after the function? When you were uh, driving to Hyatt and supposed to coach you know, <laughs> impressionable 16-year-olds. We won that day as well, so you always blame the win. We had the function yeah. that day, and then 
you won. Yeah. If you if you win, you're allowed to sort of carry on like a bit like fall and you know, leave all your possessions at someone's house. So that's fine. That's acceptable. All right, well, I'm going to go true. with that. Or yeah. fall asleep so. at a game whilst you're coaching. Like, that's okay as well. <laughs> and winning. <laughs> and winning. Well, again, so it doesn't matter. Watch my eyes. Yeah, that's, that's <laughs> the real thing. <laughs> so maybe what it shows is your players are probably the reason you're winning, not yourself. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but um, so outside of footy, obviously with the VAFA, mm-hmm. what about, like, what are you doing there? So I work in events and football operations. So I do the fixtures, registrations, um, representing football, um, which <laughs> Josh has just raised his hand. So <laughs> <laughs> talk about me for a bit. <laughs> so, nah, talking about representing football. So um, yeah, we I think about this time last year we were probably in Perth. Mm-hmm. Um, Man, Ben will just snooze out here. You keep talking. Now. I think you might have stayed, I think, so on the Sunday night, you or Saturday night, we went out for a, a few drinks at Perth, in Perth and sort of wound back the clock a little bit, some of us older fellas in the in the group, and I think Michaela was seen ducking off at about 9.30 next to someone just walking out, and is it... That is false. <laughs> this might have been going home bit early but just making sure but we're definitely not and are we still talking representative for you we're talking about the drinks after that's alright no that's the best part isn't it like yeah, yeah well yeah absolutely so. what about some Perth without in Perth okay there's a few different regions to Perth we're talking Coleslow we're talking Fremantle no well let's just move on that's a man who knows his joke. <laughs> <laughs> well, I've recently been there. Oh, you've been in Perth? Yeah. I had a good time um, in Coleslow. No, so we're, we're, we're probably... We're probably like, and Rottnest. Yeah, we're probably uh, staying 10 minutes from the Wacker. Okay. Um, yeah. So think of it like that. We went to the footy. People are tuning out as we speak. <laughs> <laughs> that's, what, that's what I was saying. I was sort of just trying to take those words back. But uh, nah, all good. So... Representing football, do you enjoy your work that you do with the Vaffle? Yeah, I love it. Yeah. Yeah, I love working in this place. And Tia, you are doing... I am working with my dad at an importing company, which sounds really boring, but I'm also nannying and I'm um, coaching the Halebury Thirds teams. And the girls' ones, so that's, yeah. And also I'm helping with the under-18s girls. At some beads. Oh, that's better. So, yeah. Yeah, I was like, wait for me to finish. I like the no, ending. No, to cut out that bit about the <laughs> Um And we've got a question here about footy trips. So, have you guys been on many footy trips post seasons? T, you might be a bit young. Yeah, I'm a freshie, so this will be my first footy trip, which I have. Have you got somewhere planned? Yeah, so I actually am yeah, um, part of the committee that's planning. <laughs> um, so, standing committee. <laughs> Quite, just organising, mate. Well, <laughs> <laughs> Event management. <laughs> right. It's all a football game with women, seriously. Mm. So um, what, what, are some, what are some of the headaches as the committee organiser? Well, to be fair, me, Clarkie and Smythe are on the committee, so I'm all ears here to see what, what you guys are going through. Yeah, well, it's actually Lies, Court and I that are on the committee. Um, so we deal with everything. So. Such as? Come on. Let's um, no. Let's Josh. Where, where are we planning to go so this year? We're planning to go to Sorrento. Okay. Um, that's what we're thinking. We did that, I think, about three years ago, and it was awesome. Mm-hmm. We lost a few people on the way. People didn't turn up to the next morning. Right. How, how, how do you lose people on the way? Great question. Great question, and we're still asking the same question. So who are so, these people that you lose? We lost Smythe for a bit. Though. It's not a bad thing. <laughs> <laughs> 
that was there though. At least that was there in Adelaide. Yeah. How do you but, lose them on the way there? Oh, just, God, I don't even know. So like, did you hire a bus? It's not that hard. Does this go down the, the, the peninsula? Yeah, but don't you drive yourself? No, no, no. When we're there, we're going to the pub, we lost people like on the way oh, to I the pub. Oh, I think we're on the drive. Jesus. It's one road. We're there. So, what you so you stayed in Sorrento, I assume? Yes. Like, yeah. a, like a house, or yeah. what was the scenario? Because so, it might have been a big group of you getting you in one, one house, a bit harder, all that sort well, of Well, the past few years, we've managed to squeeze everyone in one house, and there's been about 30 of us. This year, we're in one house. One house. Yeah. So, yeah. explain to me how many, like, with people, like, People oh. sharing beds, like, it's just sharing mayhem. beds, everyone on the floor, people outside. Oh, so it's literally just get, like, just, just get anywhere. Okay. Yeah. How's it going? Who gets the bed? That's a great question. Whoever gets there first. Oh, so, I oh. Community yeah. doesn't get priorities. So, no, they don't. So, what's the point of being oh. on the community if you don't have any special privileges? Uh, I got a bed last time, so I don't really care. Okay. <laughs> Not your problem. Yeah, so we went to Sorrento and then Phillip Island the year, the year after, and then this year we're going back to Sorrento, okay. which should be fun. Is there a standout year? Yes, Sorrento. Well, obviously, it's like yeah. Adelaide for us. If they're going back to Sorrento, it must, yeah. be, it must be there. Um, it was a good time. But you're saying that you got... Like, Sorrento's not a big place. No. So when you're saying you got lost from the accommodation to the first venue, <laughs> how can you get lost at Sorrento? Because it's pretty much every street mm-hmm. leads to either Nepean Highway or Old Melbourne Road. Yeah. You get to one of them. Mm. You get to... It's sort of like Hindley Street. Like, you really can't get you lost can't, on Hindley Street. You can't really get lost. So I'm trying to understand... Like, we, we do understand that women's sense of direction isn't the best. <laughs> But we just lost some more viewers. (laughs) (laughs) But it's pretty simple. Like I'm not saying that's due to that. I'm more getting it. How did you get that lost? Well, if you're drinking all day without food, that's our first error. Um, well, you seem to make that mistake on Saturday night oh, as well. Yeah, so we we did. Women are not smart <laughs> drinking. You should know this. <laughs> we make stupid decisions. We, we kiss stupid people. So we're just not smart drinking, are we? Facts. <laughs> yeah. Obviously, got a few uh, regretful moments in your life, too. We don't, we don't really need it. It's a 40 minute podcast. Maybe save that for next time. <laughs> Seeing that face, we might have to we might have to get team back on. But moving forward, do we have a best memory or a best win at the club? So like something over the years that really sticks out? Oh, I got one. I think it was the twenty seventeen under eighteens or sixteens girls. We um to get into the granny we won by one point and um I think Chelsea Bowen gave away a free kick in the last uh, 15 seconds right in front of goal and um, they went for the set shot and the girl shanked it completely and we won by a point and it was, I reckon, the best moment of my life. I've never, <laughs> I've never experienced joy like that before and then we went and got smashed into granny but that doesn't matter. So it was all, all about getting into it and, um, no, nah, it was the... Yeah, best That's best amazing. footy moment I think I have. Yeah, Kayla. Um, well, we haven't had much success over the years um, in this the senior team. So I think this year has been a memorable year for me, mm-hmm. um, knowing that we're winning and we're actually in contention of getting a premiership. So I think when we knocked off Aquinas a few weeks ago it was memorable because we did we went in thinking we weren't going to win and we were down all day and then 
ended up coming back and winning. What do you think has been sort of like the reason for the success this year in comparison to other years? I think the culture has a big part of that. Um, I think that we didn't have a very healthy culture a few years ago. I think um, Al has really driven that one of his strengths is getting a good culture. So, um, you know, if you have good people around you, you're going to get good pe- like good players around you as well. So I think women's football, it's not just about playing, it's about the culture as well. And a lot of women come because of the culture. And, yeah, that's that's why I reckon we've had success. And obviously having a few handy players helps. Um, and, you know, we have a strong junior women's competition as well, which we're starting to see that come through as well. So that's obviously beneficial for us. Yeah. Moving away from wins and good memories, let's talk about some bad memories in terms of good sprays from the coach. Anything stand out at all? Yeah, so a few weeks ago, Al, he never yells. Like, I've never seen him yell in my life. Um, So we were playing at UHS out there. So you can imagine cold, wet, small rooms. Everyone's just not having a good time. Um, We were playing really bad, and um, a few of us have a tendency to kind of watch, um, watch the ball instead of going in and getting it. Um, Al just had oh, enough. We got a spray for that one. <laughs> he sat us down in front of the whole crowd and absolutely let rip. In front of the crowd? In front of the crowd. Yeah. <laughs> what was, was this, quarter time, half time, three quarter time? This was half time, so we couldn't even go in the room wow. at half time. It was, <laughs> we were all sitting spray. there, we were all like on the ground, pretty much cross-legged. It was like we are at school and <laughs> yeah. he's just standing there, arms throwing, he pulled the beanie off, he's throwing it. And so that that was, oh, that was probably one of the biggest sprays I've had in my lifetime. Yeah. <laughs> I, I like the, I like the beanie yeah. throwing. Yeah. Yeah. Sort of yeah. like. Real dramatic. Kind yeah. Of yeah. yeah, it was real dramatic. And then was he goes- Was the beanie thrown at anyone or was it? <laughs> It was just at the ground, but it's like a Russell Brady, Russell Bard spray, just trying to duck duck the weather. <laughs> and then and then he pretty much just walked away. He goes, I need a coffee. Goes to the canteen and we're all still on the still sitting down like He needs a coffee. I was gonna say <laughs> the, the awkward bits of a spray I always find are like the moments when they like they finish the spray. Yeah. And I was like, where did he go from there? I was gonna ask you, like, where did he go? And so he just decided, I need to get a coffee. He just like he just left. walks off. Which is, which is, it's good. He doesn't like to... Once he's done, he's done. Once he's yeah. done, he's done. And we were all like, it's, we, we obviously didn't laugh because we knew that we were playing not our best. We were playing to their game. So we all knew what was up. So we were like, okay, yep, fair. All right. And then we kind of just tried to get back into it. I think Maddie might have said something after, but... We were all like, yep, right, let's do this for Al. we got to beat him. Mm. And then we um, did. Yeah. <laughs> we were speaking earlier about you guys getting some younger people in from the junior program. Is there a favourite player you guys have from the current crop that's sort of a younger one that's coming through? Maddie. Maddie Pearson, for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, she came to us this year. She's 19 and she's uh, plays fullback or centre-half back. And she's by far my favourite young player. So is that, one of, those, is that one of those newbies that you couldn't find another position for her so you just sent her to the back line? <laughs> Actually, no. <laughs> she, um, Nothing wrong with being a <laughs> She played for Stingrays, so mm. she did well. She got a couple games in there. Um, not, I think it was 2019 and like the 2020, however many games they got there. But um, yeah, she's a legend. She's come into the team and just played like no one else, took the game on, did everything. So very, very happy with her. Yeah. Now this is my favourite 
favourite part of the whole interview? You going on a footy trip? I think I know where the venue's going to be, but we'll just mm-hmm. let Sykesy deal with it. Mm-hmm. This is normal expenses paid, by the way. Yeah. Footy trip, four friends, if you've got four, Sykesy. <laughs> where are you going and who are you taking? Sykesy, you can go first, but yeah. Are you saying from the footy club? Preferably. Yeah, okay. Yeah, sorry. I was just... It's a question from work. All right, guess I'm out. Okay, okay, so can you just repeat that question? Okay. Sorry. You have four oh, friends okay. from yep. the footy club yep. going on footy trip. Mm-hmm. Who are you taking? Just All right. Where are you going? What are you doing? Okay, well, I'm taking Meg. Geshki? Yeah, or, sure. or she yes. is best on, in my books, any day of the week. Um, Must be a Geshki trailer. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Actually, yeah, yeah, Mark is always really Mark footy, trip, yeah. footy trip, sporting globe. Yeah, <laughs> I'd be yeah, disappointed if Meg didn't get best on every time we went mm. out. Um, so she'd be up, my, up there. Um, Olivia Steinford, she is good quality when she's on the on She the is, she is. Um, Eliza Cooper is always a ball of fun. Yeah, Cooper's. Yeah, 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 always up for anything. Podcast favourite. Yep. <laughs> OJ. Um, and probably Tia. I reckon oh, Tia's good. Oh, 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 I know. Sure. I think that's a bit of a. Oh. Yeah, it's a pity. <laughs> yeah, that is a pity. <laughs> I don't care. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, oh, yeah. Well done. Yeah. Well done. Yeah. Uh, we're about to your heading. Sorrento. And Tia. No, you've got to bring it down. So, <laughs> yeah, so I take Mick. Yeah. Just as long as there's no spas and pools involved. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh. Probably just going to... I think Tia's venue might be her own house. If that's yeah, what it's like <laughs> yeah the, pa- uh, the, the group that was called the Pastori Party House. So. <laughs> <laughs> oh, um, oh, no. I, really, I feel like Meg. Meg just has to be, has to be there. Mm-hmm. Who else is there? Court. I do love Court. Um, so I another OG of yeah. the, uh, the podcast. Yes. Audio, audio makes you had a couple of a couple of uh, lemonades. It's very easy to get rolled up though. So can we go one of two ways? You can really you can really stir her up, and you can see her just blow a gasket, or you, she can uh, just be absolutely wild, which, which is good fun in it. So we got Meg, Mick, Court. You got one more, and also you're heading to the Pastoro party house, or are you going somewhere else? Maybe somewhere else so that I don't have to worry about stuff being broken and True. stuff, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. If you come up with a venue after, let's get the full people. <laughs> it's all expenses paid. Um, I don't know. This is really stressful. We can just add that thinking music to the... <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Like, <laughs> actually, I'm kind of stressed out. A bit of a hot flush. Yeah, let's go with Nina. Nina was fun. Yeah. <laughs> no, but there's, there's enough pauses in there where I might be able to just put a little bit of audio in there as well. <laughs> yeah, um, Nina, she was drinking out of Easter eggs there on Saturday. Do you reckon they have uh, their own version of the horn? No, the Easter egg. <laughs> the horn. I think Eliza has done the horn. Done the yeah, horn. Eliza would definitely yeah. have done the horn. We mm-hmm. rest in the peace, horn. the horn. We're trying to, we're trying yeah, we're trying to cure that one. the horn at the moment. Oh, we, really? It's, it's actually a it's actually a club a club award the horn mm-hmm. uh, best but, clubbing, isn't it? Yeah, but I don't think you'd find a group of people that take care, more pride in mm-hmm. looking after that horn than us. Where is the horn? Locked up. Uh, the oh, it's locked up. <laughs> 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 really? Yeah. It was, every, yeah we, it was very depressing. There was almost a mass exodus of, out of St. Bede's men's footy program mm-hmm. when uh, the horn was locked away for good. The players were going on strike. We had to the horn <laughs> soon. Yeah, the unions were getting cold and. <laughs> 
But we will jump to around the grounds now. Um, we'll get the bad one out of the way early. No, let's. We can. We probably can skip that one because we're, they're the only reason we didn't go seven from seven, really. All right. So we'll quickly just go through it. 10, 15, 75, Venom, 12, 14, 86, Williamstown, Kaya Mangoni, Greg, two dollars each. Tom Tyquin, best on ground. Moving to a better result with the girls ones. 13, wow, 6, 84. Boy. Defeated 0-6-6. That was against UHS. Isn't this the team that you got absolutely sprayed? Yes. So, yeah. Wow. So that, that's a big uni, isn't it? Mm. Yes. Uni I think we only won by a goal last time as yeah, well. Right. So, so does that would that say more about um, your performance last time? Mm-hmm. So yeah. a few things we learnt on and uh, made amends. Well done. Al Gailey's spray really did <laughs> resonate with the girls. And Chelsea Bowen kicked four goals and Andy Coghill was oh, best on ground. Uh, and you know what? After Maybe after hearing this, she would have been in Tia's footy trip. Yeah. So she's heard it retrospectively. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. Back in the game. Okay. Science checks okay. out. Yeah. <laughs> We've got some more viewers. <laughs> uh, Goody, then take us through the twos, please. Yeah, twos. We had a, we had a good win. Um, 17 goals, 1,820 to Williamstown's. Wow. Four goals, 327. Bad day to be the behind fine. We could have borrowed a few of those points, actually. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it would have made a big difference for us. Yeah, um, 47 points between the three teams. So, bit of math, puff. 47 times two. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Into the fund. <laughs> there you go. Why have you come after me? <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to do it. I'm so. still thinking of all the towns in Perth. <laughs> <laughs> the cogs are turning. Um, Doggo with seven goals. Wound um, back the clock, didn't he? He he did. I think he kicked seven goals, six as well. So yeah, he's, yeah. he's all arms and legs. The old boy just falling all over the place. It's very good to watch. Mm. Come on, hold on. We need to talk about the moment of the game. Now, if you hadn't, if you were here on Saturday, you would have seen that it was blowing to the, the right of screen. The wind was blowing probably six, five, six gold breeze to the right of screen. Corey, Corey Michaud oh. gets a free kick. I, I swear to God, it was no more than 35 metres out. I was with him. It was against the wind. It looks a lot further. We'll give him that. <laughs> yeah. Couldn't care less, mate. But A chance to redeem himself as well. This is <laughs> shot. Yeah. So, <laughs> he dropped the, did he drop a chest mark? Or did he fumble? Uh, I'm not sure. Either or. Yeah, but he got a a high tackle. Gets a free kick. Turns his back. That's impressive as it is. Yeah. Turns his back. Goes to have a shot at goal. 40 metres out. He uh, refuses to handball to people with much longer kicking ability than himself. Pretending to look like he was trying to hit someone up. He then goes... all All of a sudden, all you see is the ball twist a little bit. 45 degree angle to the right. His little left foot was uh, trying to wind up in a torpedo. It's fair to say the ball went 20 metres to the left, mongrel torpedo, and out the bounds on the foot. Possibly the worst display of football ever seen at, mm-hmm. on Mento oh Reserve. My God. Yeah, it's fair to say that was uh, <laughs> not Corey's place. Poor Corey hasn't had the best week. He sort of did. He embarrassed himself a little bit. Have you guys met Hezbollah? The little uh, flying machine. Yeah, yeah. Was he the one on Saturday? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, I think uh, little Corey Michonne was throwing his <laughs> more fists than uh, Mike Tyson throughout oh his whole uh, boxing career. No, Corey, Corey knew he, he, he knew he stuffed up and he had a chance to redeem himself from slotting a torp from 40 out and... <laughs> Unfortunately, the kick sort of represented his performance on Saturday <laughs> night. So, um, lights were on, but nobody was home. 
But no, he, um, he has another chance to redeem himself this weekend. Um, we'll see how he goes in another sort of club function setting. This cannot end well. Um, hopefully, Brittany is around and just to take him home early because that's probably the only thing that really stops him from... I've heard whispers that he will not be attending. Yeah, I think he, for the best. For the yeah, best. he sort of does sort of slide in and slide out of those big events, and he makes a fool of himself. And we don't see him for three months, and then we'll see him again. Yeah, he might be the he might be the dog yes with the girlfriend as well. So it might be a bad culmination of uh, mistakes from the little fellas. Hmm. Podcast guest as well. We we, yep. we love our podcast guest. We do love him, and we do he, hope that he can come back to um, some of the functions soon. It, it could be rest in peace, Corey. <laughs> and after on Corey, we'll jump into the girls' twos. They had a. A good win again against UHSVU. Like 10 goals, 12, 72 to 2, 3, 15 with Coops. Is that the first game back? Yep, first game back after her knee injury. Yep, with three goals. And yep. Nina Keller was best on. Yes. Um, do you want to talk us through the threes, Goody? Yeah, threes had a good win. Set the tone for us reserves following them. They had um, a 12-goal, 14-86 win against fourth-place Marcelin. Um, oh, fourth or fifth, I think. Fifth. fifth they so were. I think they're a game clear now. Yep. So we sit third now. No, we're still fourth. I'm fourth. pretty sure, but I'm pretty sure. So who's who secured third above the Alberburnians, who they beat the week before? Yes, yeah, that's what. Yeah, yeah. Um, Mitchell Scott with four goals to his name, and Fruity Jasper Gordon with three. And we're not talking about we're not talking about Lane Carey. He got best on. As you know, it's Josh's show, so we move on. Now, uh, I believe there's a Pulse Team of the Year alert. Oh, uh, yep. Fire that one up, Goody. <laughs> Jeez, you've got to give me a bit more. <laughs> Come on, you, Andy. Yeah, play, the, play the thinking music first and then jump to the... <laughs> there we go. Now, we're going to have to do a couple, a couple this week. Uh, we've obviously missed out on a couple of weeks to COVID and then uh, we've been um, out of action for a couple of weeks. So now this man has been busting down the door for weeks and weeks and weeks on end. He barely says a word during the week, but I reckon every week um, on a Tuesday, he'll come and talk to me and go, did I get in the team of the, the year this week? Did I get the team of the year this week? So, some people were affectionately refer to him as Whispers. Whispers Willie has finally um, lightly blown down the door. Um, <laughs> And uh, Lockie Willie is the back pocket. He is... I've got a bit of a man crush on Willie at the minute, I'll be honest. I don't know if you can say you've got a man crush on Willie. That's a bit weird, I'll be honest. Oh, Goody's actually... Yeah, you so, uh, best on ground tonight, Goody's been quite sharp. Uh, Willie was, uh, was saying how he gets really frustrated against playing against Williamstown because all, all he says is, come on, Willie. And uh, he gets really upset because he thinks that everyone's talking, talking to him. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I'll rephrase that. I have a bit of a man crush on Lachlan. <laughs> Whispers. Whispers. Um, I think a lot of people do as well. I was talking to Chris Mangoni before at the gym. We were just basically just 20 minutes of just talking about how good he's been. And every, game, every senior game of footy he's playing, he's just getting better and better. So he's found his way into the back pocket. Now, this is another man that is also... So we've got four people in the team of the year this, this uh, week. So I'll quickly get through them. But this man has literally put his face on the line for the football club. Uh, Sean Randall is at half forward. Yeah. So earlier in the year, he was sort of wanting to get in the team because he was umpiring the thirds, but it's not until he actually sheds blood that he's allowed to be, um, be in the side. So Shawnee Randall has found his way to half forward. Now, Britt Donaldson is going to join um, the half forward line as well. We need some forwards at the minute, and apparently she's been playing some super footy. So she's Off in a bit... video if you watched, you've seen. Yeah, all the footage. I've been going through it day in, day out. And as well, this person kicked the sealer for, a th- for the thirds last week. 
in a real spirited win. Jasper Fruity Gordon finds his way to the forward pocket. Now, not, not, not just because he kicked the seal up, but I don't, think, I don't know if you've noticed, but every week he stays back and just watches every minute of every game. So for Fruity, that's just, in my it's, books, he's in the team. It's very surprising because uh, Fruity is best known for his work off the field, mm. uh, as Bailey Berry alluded to earlier in the, in the year. So for Jasper to come through with the goods, he's brought a few mates down that are probably yeah. are better off the field than him, which is uh, really good for our Sporting Globe session this Saturday. But he's also brought some good footballs as well, like John McGuinness. Oli Pontifex. Yeah, yeah. I think John McGuinness is in the team as well, actually. Now that's just recalled that he's also in the team. So Fruity has brought down uh, another one of the Team of the Year members. Um, but yeah, no, he's really starting to perform on the field as well. He kicked three goals on the weekend as well. Absolutely. Yeah. As we, and that's how, what came, that's how the, team, the Team of the Year alert came through with uh, Ash Chew Man over there, ready to go, as always. Uh, the 19s ones had a bye. Oh, always, always just get four points over the bye. It's yep. always an easy one. And the 19s twos were 8-9, 57, defeated Brunswick, 7-8-50. Connor McLeod with three goals and Sam Dickinson was best on. Now, what's happened to our mate Sarge? She was, uh, he was... He was popping up in our Supercoach chat saying, yeah. uh, is there money back for last? Asking for a mate. <laughs> uh, Sarge, we can confirm there is no money back for your putrid Supercoach team. Don't expect to get an invite again next year. Well, I don't know if he's still leading the um, the goal king, but he kicked two on the weekend, so that wouldn't have hurt his cause. He wouldn't be far off a Pulse team of the year, would he? No, he's, he's... Well, we've added a bit of... Um, we've added some forward... Firepower? Firepower this week, but uh, we might need a full forward or maybe someone that... Um, a bit of a burst player off the bench... Later in the year, so if he keeps performing, he might find his way in there. Um, there was all there was buys across the board in the juniors this week, wasn't there? Yeah, yeah there was. Nice. However, uh, two of the 17s boys went up and played in the 19s. So I think we had Luke Groves, the son of coach in the ones came, mm-hmm. and Dre, who is a very good player as well. Dr. Dre. Sorry, Dr. Dre. Well, that's just a cheap laugh, isn't it? <laughs> Got um, <laughs> yeah, they were laughing, they were laughing puff, mate, right? <laughs> Good puff, nice. I think um, Dre was close to the votes, so okay, there you go. see a bit of talent coming through. Well, with the buyers across the board, it's a good time to sort of reflect on the year that's been going. How have the 17s been going? Yeah, we're looking pretty good. Uh, I believe we're sitting second at the moment, Okay. and we just had a good win after the siren two weeks ago against Ajax. That time, Sat B is one of the yeah. I think we're... Zero and four in the scenes in the close ones. Yep. So, yeah, you know, looking pretty good at the moment. So, a good test next week against Dingley, who I believe are third as well. So, should be interesting. Super. So, Josh, you were umming and ahhing about a cash cow all before the show. Have you got yourself up? Uh, yeah, but absolutely have to be Mitch Scott. This guy's uh, taken my eye at training. $102,000 rookie with four goals on the weekend. He's skyrocketing break even at negative 89 at the moment. If you don't get him now, he's going to be over $350,000 within two weeks. So just be ready to get on him. If, if he kicks another four next week, I'll be the first bloke to tell you I told you so, as you could imagine. So uh, let's make sure, watch Mitch Scott, bit of watch your space. We're going to want to be far off between being in the up in the two. So all the best, Mitch, and welcome to the cash cow. And Benny, you got us a multi. Yeah, do, we, no, do we dive back far enough to see how the last one went, or that's just too long ago? That was um, fail, fail, postponed fail. due to COVID, so <laughs> money back. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, I think... Well, yeah, win for how you've been going recently. Oh, mate, come off that. We've right. had a couple of winners. What, is it bonus bets back if you get one, if one leg fails, or what's the scenario? Yeah, bonus bets back if one leg fails, but... Can't say we've had many of those. <laughs> we normally get about four or five legs failing, don't we? You've got to bet big to win big. So, footy trip would be good if one of these hits. If you're betting 10 bucks on a $3 multi, 
Time to grow up. <laughs> so what do you got this week then, Benny? We're going big, of course. <laughs> so Benny's been really good this week. <laughs> Maybe we should do one, one every five weeks. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, if you don't say different today, that's major. Like you know. Well, he forgot. He, he did leave us on red. He wasn't talking at all today. Yeah, he he just forgot. New Pol- attitude, new swagger. Yeah, just like Pol- Pol- was very panicky as I rocked up today. He was going, "Where's Goody? He hasn't been talking the whole day." I said, "He'll be here, mate. He only lives thirty seconds away." But it did take a message from Paul for Goody to get in. Mate, I was on my way here. You were not, don't lie. Mate, Paul sent his message. I'll get the message up. No? <laughs> just, <laughs> just a new fast and loose attitude from Goody. 727, he says, you ghosting us. I said, shit, at 729, <laughs> whilst unlocking the door. So, not a 30 second drive, Josh. It's 40 kilometers along the way. So, a few some math. Got stuck by a train as well. Took me about three and a half minutes here. So, there you go. All right. Bit of shush, mate. All right, jump into the multi, please, before we lose any more listeners. Yeah, I think we're gaining <laughs> listeners as we speak. <laughs> so we're going uh, four legs at $56 odds. Lovely. But this is this is pretty good, this one. So we've got Crip to get us up in the quaddy. Crip McCready. So they'll be paying about $11. $11 $18, like, that is. Yeah, I was going to say. Um, we've got Simtech to lose all his money on rock, paper, scissors. <laughs> paying a dollar one. Yep. Uh, Tommy Wines to be take home best on at the Globe. Yeah, he's like coming off some pretty good form in, in the threes, and uh, I think he's going to bring it on Saturday for a bit of there. And we've also got uh, Bevo to bring a spare pair of jeans. Dollar one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So oh. The Sporting Globe hasn't been too kind to a few people over the years. Bevo mm-hmm. probably his first one was an interesting one when he's. Poor auntie. Oh, we, we don't need to go on. Was, his, was uh, <laughs> dropping his cousin Braden O'Toole off and having no, to no, we don't need to go take him home. Uh, and yeah, you know, all a bit of fun. And I did hear it was a bit of a shitty experience. <laughs> <laughs> You've been really good. You've been, you been really good. That's Wait, the best. And, that's and, the best end the show now. End the show on the high. That's the best one yet. Uh, uh, but ladies, thanks for coming. Uh, as Thank you can see, it is a little bit of fun behind the scenes. I don't think yeah. We actually take it too seriously. You probably got the best version of being a good child. So <laughs> it's fair to say you probably came on the best one so far. Um, so thanks a lot for coming. We look forward to supporting you girls through your whole final series on a Sunday um, coming up. I believe September 1 is first yeah, final. Yeah, uh, yeah, September 1. Yeah, so right. look forward to it. All the listeners out there, make sure you get down to support our, support our girls. And thanks a lot. And we look forward to hopefully hearing some major success from you, yourself. And we want to hear how your footy trip goes. No worries. Thanks for having us. Thank you. Go Tigers.